0: Leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky strike means fine tobacco. <laughs> Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What's that
1: you say? No boulder dash or baloney. bologna here. cheers everyone and welcome to the unfiltered gentlemen no matter how you take your hooch we've got something ice cold and on tap now serving it to you straight and unfiltered here are craig scott and dan that's right welcome in everybody it's the unfiltered gentlemen you've made it thanks for joining thanks for listening thanks for drinking along i am greg over there is scott what uh, hey guys what's up yeah, that's Dan. didn't yeah. getting mighty funky in here. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> we are playing the funk. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Shout out to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Oh What? What's, what's up, Chapel Hill?
2: How about them see? Tar Heels, yo?
1: That's right. Yeah. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us and drinking some tasty beers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we made a prediction last week that Houston would be our top listening city of the week. and <laughs> Just didn't quite make it. I think we missed it by one week. For yeah. some reason, they were the lowest. I yeah, know. it was weird, <laughs> how <laughs> that in that. weird how that worked <laughs> out. But uh, even better, we had Chapel Hill. Yeah, no North kidding. North Carolina. Dig it. Not too far from uh, Asheville. I looked it up. And Asheville yeah. has some tasty, tasty beers. So big ups, Chapel Hill. Uh, our burp word of the Week, for obvious reasons, Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl is coming up in just a few days. Very excited for it. Uh, Don't forget when you're on the social medias And you're posting up those beer pics Hashtag show us your beers Tag us as well And when you're listening on your favorite podcast app Rate and subscribe to the show It helps people find us Whether it's uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts Whatever you got We're on it and we need those ratings and reviews And we're not too proud to not beg (laughs) Uh, We got a lot to get to We got some Super Bowl beers to be drinking All right course we've got uh, old-timey word of the week beer baby of the week dan's got a movie to talk about oh yeah right and some booze news and at the end of the show i have some super bowl 54 fun facts nice cool we'll, we'll break into those but Can't i think wait <laughs> strap on those excited pants <laughs> uh, in the meantime i'm getting very excited for our Beer of the Week. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week.
2: And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I say, I think I'll have myself a beer.
1: I will indeed. Uh, this one is a new one. Comes to us from Firestone Walker. It's their Flyjack Hazy IPA. 4% 25 IBUs. Has a 347 on a tapped and an 84 on beer advocate. And I picked this one specifically because the lower ABV thought this is one of those good beers that you could pound all day for the Super Bowl, oh. not get too fucked up. Like it, well, yeah. You yeah. 4%. You could have a sixer of these and just catch a nice buzz, not get too hammered. Uh, from Firesome, they say it's high on, fi- high on flavor, low on regret just 96 calories and 5 carbs. And you know Mr. Low Carb over here is all about the low carb beers. Uh, Oh, yeah. Everything you want from a hazy IPA with nothing to weigh you down. Citrus, hazy, crisp, this is Fly Jack. Firestone Walker's new 96-calorie beer, maximum flavor, minimum calories, no compromises. Hops they used in the kettle were Cascade, Calista, and Calista, and then they dry hopped with uh, Strata. Mosaic, Chinook, and Sabro hops. Mm. A lot of hops going in this bad boy, especially on the dry side.
2: Look at all these
1: hops. <laughs> exactly. How
2: do hops get in
1: your blood? <laughs> by drinking them, you Injecting. By drinking them. It's raining hops. <laughs> it is indeed. Uh, what do you fellas think of this one?
2: I like it, man. Do you? I, I like that they kind of tone down the hazy a little bit. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like... I don't know, like it's almost like uh, I like to like dilute my drinks a little bit, like to get the the sweetness out. A Little water with your whiskey, yeah. And I don't know, I'm digging how it's not like hazy, hazy, mm-hmm. but it's still delicious beer. I'd call it cloudy at
0: best. Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, Scott, what do you think? It's pretty good. I might, I might remember the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. <laughs> first time in years. I I'm remembered. trying to. Yeah, Niners playing. Uh, yeah,
1: um, yeah. So we had a few months back the Dogfish Head. Quote, unquote, healthy IPA. Yeah. And uh, I I was not a fan. I thought it was pretty bad. Especially to call it. If you would have said, like, just a healthy, light beer, I'd get behind it maybe. But as far as IPAs go, it tasted nothing like an IPA. Correct. Yeah. And I didn't understand that because hops don't add any calories. (laughs) So why could you not just dry hop the shit out of it and make it a low-cal IPA? I don't know. Could not understand it. I think Firestone has nailed it. This I is by so. far yeah. the best, quote unquote, locale or healthy or whatever IPA I've had. Um, you still get that hoppiness. Look, it is not some juice bomb. It's not some uh, you know torpedo from Sierra Nevada where it's all you know pine in the back of your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those heavy hitters with tons and tons of hop flavor. But that being said, it tastes like an IPA. It tastes good. It just maybe tastes a little lighter than you would normally get out of a normal IPA. And look, when you're watching carbs like this guy, or you're trying not to get hammered all day at the Super Bowl, this is a great option, and you're not having to drink White Claw. So uh, I'm down with this. this Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I could drink one or six of these, no problem. I I like it. Yeah, I think Firestone nailed it. This is the best, quote unquote, healthy beer I think I've ever had. Mm -hmm. So there's that. Good job, Firestone. Let's move on to Crotch Talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. It is. I just have one grievance to share. And it's an update on the situation I've been covering the last, I don't know, month or more, maybe even now. It's my Home Depot update with our window Oh, leaning. yeah, that's oh, right. If, you, if you've been listening, you'll remember that our slider, sliding glass door, has been leaking in the rain, caused a fair bit of damage, trying to get hold of Home Depot, who are the installers, Ooh. the fucking horrible installers of this sliding door, finally got a hold of them. Here's the update. They finally got somebody to come out and take a look, and he gets here, and, uh, you know, very nice guy. These people don't work for Home Depot. They're contractors that Home Depot hires to do these jobs for them. Home Depot doesn't actually have their own installers, it would appear, and he gets here, he's like, oh, okay. So I'm, he didn't know what he was doing. Like, not his fault, <laughs> the, the dispatch fault for not giving him the notes. And when I talked to dispatch after the wife had already di- talked to dispatch, I was like, "Yeah, you know, and she told you that, you know, about the damage and anything. Oh, uh, I'm sure she did. I don't have my notes in front of me. And when I told her that, she goes, he's told me that like eight times so far. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be bad. So the guy shows up to fix and he goes, so what are we looking at? Uh, I hear uh, you just need some sealant done. I was like, no, no, no. I could do the sealant myself, buddy. I was like, there's some fucking damage, and I show him. He's like, oh, yeah, they didn't tell me any of this. He goes, you know, I'm going I'm to do this upright. He's like, can I come back in a couple of days? I said, sure. He goes, I'm going to go get all the right stuff, because he didn't have the right tools with him. Okay. He thought he was just stealing. He goes, first of all, I only brought my white sealant, and your trim is tan, so it'll that's look racist. stupid. Yeah, no. So it'll look stupid <laughs> if I do the white on the tan, so I need to go get that. And he goes, and I'll go get the trim and everything and, and fix you up real nice. I was like, yeah, if you want to come back, that's fine. Scott's making a face. And I, I made that exact same face. Yeah. I was like, fuck where to see this, this guy again. I'll uh, never see him again. Here's the thing, he's supposed to come back on a Saturday around three by five. I texted the guy. He's he's a text heavy person. And I said, uh, still showing up? He's like, So sorry, job ran late. Yeah. Can I, I come knew it. can I come in on Monday?
0: AKA I'm drunk. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is Saturday after all. I'm watching college
1: football. Yeah. Man. He's I'm like, drunk. Can I can I show up Monday? I'll get there before you leave for work. And you could just leave me here and I'll lock the door when mm-hmm. you leave. Oh. And I was like, Oh, not super com but we do have some cameras, so I was like, All right, I could turn on the cameras and, and position them. Watch him carrying stuff out. Right. Well Spider Man all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my number one concern is, I was like it would be interesting for him to walk out with a TV because you guys have seen my TV. It's pretty fucking large. Oh yeah, uh, but not hard to walk out with would be my beer collection. Oh man, <laughs> he's like, I'll have my phone with me. He's not gonna walk out with my phone. That's I, the, that's where the money is. Yeah, I'll take my <laughs> laptop, but my beer collection is uh, easily a few hundred dollars worth of beer. You die. And yeah, you, know, you want to see me go all vigilante on something like that? <laughs> So I So begre- I finally agreed, and I just I put on all the cameras when he was here and. And, uh, he was, like I said, he's a really nice guy, n- clearly not actually working for Home Depot. <laughs> and, uh, he gets here and I said, all right, y'all good and anything. And and I helped him, you know, take the blinds off and whatnot. And, and he's all right, I'm good. I'm like, all right. I said, I can come back at any time and sign the paperwork. I said, except for this time, he goes, all right, well, if I finish at that time, then you can just sign it and scan it and send it to me. I said, all right, fine. So he finished, of course, in the window that I said I couldn't of come course. home. Because I only work about 15 minutes from the house. And I was like, fuck, that's kind of shady. So the uh, first opportunity I got, I came home and checked on it. And everything was still here. And uh, all the beer was still here. Um, so I was happy about that. Not only that, he ripped out all the damaged trim and replaced it with what looks even better than it looked before. Uh, we had just the most basic of trim before. He put up this really nice like, little siding around it. And he even put the little trim at the bottom at the floor so there's no gap between the slider and the floor itself. Did a phenomenal job. Really cleaned it up nice. Very not Home Depot of him. There you go. Took it upon himself to do a really good job. Righted the wrong. Yeah. And then uh, a few days later, it rained and I was very nervous and I set like paper towels down on the floor (laughs) just to see like if one drip (laughs) drops, I want to know it. And so nothing dripped. Nice. Yeah. I was very, very happy. There you go. So, uh, wow. I
2: think you got to like do like a service card or whatever for yeah, that guy's I, survey.
1: Well, you know, he owns his own company and then oh, okay. Home Depot contracts with them. And I, and I was talking to the guy a little bit and he goes, yeah, so the, and he had all the paperwork from before he goes, yeah, the guys who installed your first windows, like Home Depot doesn't even work with them anymore. And I, I was telling him how bad they were just to deal with when they were installing the windows originally. And he was very apologetic. I was like, hey, man, I know it wasn't you. I know you're not that company and I know they're gone. Like, you don't have to apologize. He's like, no, I'm really sorry to go through that. And they're really bad. I was like, they were fucking horrible. Like, I don't know what they're doing. He goes, yeah, I don't know what they're doing either. They put, you know, white sealant on your tan trim and this and that. And it just was really good to the point where today I actually asked him for a quote because he does electrical work too about some electrical things. So I'm waiting to hear back about that. So, uh, he may have found himself a, a continuing oh, customer. Nice. So right on. One oh, cool. good thing finally came out of Home Depot. That's good. Yeah. That's a feel-good story. Yeah. It, it surprisingly ended well. I thought it was going to end with like having to get the homeowner's insurance involved and potentially a lawyer, and I was really not looking forward to it, but uh, he did a really good job.
0: Cool. So thanks, yeah, Guy. Actually, there's two things good came out of Home Depot. What's that? I no longer work there.
1: Oh, you, shit. Wait, you worked <laughs> at
0: Home Depot? Well, I mean... Uh, a place kind of like Home Oh. Yeah. They're just oh. getting better and better. Yeah. Socks are, socks are soaring right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> really trimming the fat around that place. <laughs> got rid of the guys who installed my windows. Got rid of this guy. L- the lazy cashier. Yeah. Lazy cashier doesn't know anything about plants. Nothing. <laughs> no, he works nothing. in the garden department. Yeah.
0: I, just, I can do the register. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. What's well, a plant? Yeah. So, yeah. What a sad day. It was a sad day. And, uh, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were sad to see me go. As I'm sure, I was sad yeah. to leave. My last day, I uh, had sick leave. So I just, like, I'm not going in. What's my last day? Why do I care? Yeah, use that sick leave. Exactly. You will get paid out on that. Yeah. All right, All right. So, All And right. this is a typical kind of a Home Depot. This is how they treat their employees. Because they treat their customers like shit. Yes, but they But they treat their employees like so much the same. Uh, so I, I call in. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on hold for 10 minutes. And finally... No, I know that the assistant manager's name is Stacy, but when she gets on the phone, she goes, Hello, Sissy. And so I didn't know uh, what she said. So I'm like, I, well, I'm on hold for an assistant manager. Yeah, this is Susie. Like, Sorry, are you Susie? Or yeah, Stacy? I, I thought she was saying CC. I'm like, I don't know a CC, but you know, it's this morning shift. And so I'm just like, Okay, well I'm not coming in today. And then I have no she, I have no idea what she said. Mm. So I just repeated myself. Uh yeah, I'm just want to let you know I'm not coming in today. Okay, I'll put you down. Bye. And that was it. Oh, okay. And then, so I'm, you know, heartbroken that I had to leave. <laughs> did, you get,
1: did you get your last paycheck yet? Not yet. Uh, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't count those chickens yet. No. <laughs> oh, damn. We'll see what happens. We'll all right. see. Yeah, all yeah,
2: all yeah. anyone wants to know, Scott, is what did you steal?
0: <laughs> anything I wanted. <laughs> as, long <laughs> as long as they're, they're a not customer, stopped.
1: I can walk out the door.
0: Yeah, you know? Oh, stopping, there you yeah. go. Yeah. And they can't even stop you. Oh, you know they, they can that yell rule. stop and take a picture of my car and everything. Oh, no, that's true.
1: Yeah. Do they ever turn in those pictures, like to the cops or anything? They do anything about it? Sometimes. Oh. Er- errors so rarely. You know, it was weird because so I should one- Uber the next time I steal something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. At, huh? at one point keeps the timer
0: running. There was a a cop that came in late one night and he actually witnessed some guy taking stuff and <laughs> you know <laughs> took care of it. And he arrested the guy. Oh, did he? But yeah, but one of the uh, guys that works there, he actually told the guy he, he said this is a nightly thing. And uh so this officer, on his own time, would come in late at Home Depot for like a couple week period of time mm-hmm. and just kind of check things out. And he arrested a lot of people. he oh, really? Yeah, off-duty. I was say, was he on-duty there? No, he was off-duty and he's, he's like,
1: this stuff kind of pisses me off that people people do this. Was he kind of an older guy? Uh, he's kind of middle-aged. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds like one of those old guys who just hates when the whippersnappers are stealing yeah, shit. Yeah, he'd company. come in like
0: around, you know, they, they would close at 10, so around between 9.30 and 9.45. It's pretty cool. He would just kind of hang out. And uh, yeah, it was funny because one night he actually already arrested the guy and his girlfriend was still inside the store <laughs> <laughs> and he, she wouldn't come out Cause she said the cops out there, she wouldn't come out. And he finally actually just went in and got her. And at first I thought it was a boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, confrontation, because uh-huh. he was
1: playing clothes. Oh, yeah. And
0: then I looked, and I saw the gun on his belt. I was like, oh, this guy's a cop, I hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or a redneck. Yeah. <laughs> Another and, customer. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then he eventually, he convinced her. She's like, I'm not leaving. I'm buying this gum. And There's like some stupid reason to stay inside. Can't
1: decide if she wants wintergreen or peppermint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And he just finally took her by the arms and said, come on, you're coming outside. And uh, when he got her outside, he's trying to put cuffs on her things things. So either this is
1: kinky or... Uh, hey, a cop, a so. little both, maybe. Maybe. We've yeah. all seen super troopers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Vanta's turning into a pumpkin. <laughs> but wow, yeah, nice. Yeah, I am with all that crap. So, no more exciting life for you of no. thieves and cops and robbers and shit. Nope. Yeah, all right. Well, there you go. Not at that place, anyway. That's
2: true.
0: <laughs> Who knows?
1: Um, anybody have any grievances or anything they want to share?
2: I guess something else I'm going to share. Okay. Uh, about Home Depot, I hope.
1: Yes, about oh, Home Depot. Good. Oh, nice. Is that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck that play. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, um, I have very silently kind of quit Twitter at this point. Uh yeah, oh. Yeah. I just kinda look at all the concern oh, on everyone's face your, here. The millions. I know. I missed your Twitters. I know, man. The commission. I know. Oh man, you're making me feel bad now. Yeah, Commissioner Dan. Yeah, but uh I don't know. I just kinda like saw it. It was like kinda wasting my time a little bit. It's a little toxic. Yeah, a little bit. And uh, you know, and I felt like Surf Food Savage is cool. Got to know that guy a little bit. Uh-huh. Scott's cool, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Jury's <laughs> out. Unfiltered yeah, gentleman's cool, you know. Best, and I, yeah. I actually met some really cool Celtic. Unfiltered Celt- Greg's not bad. <laughs> I actually met some really cool Celtic fans, which is what? Rem- that's how you know something's wrong with Twitter. When yeah, the only yeah, you fans gotta quit. Yeah. I can make friends with are Celtic fans. Oh, you know? second thought. Yeah. yeah. A <laughs> it's you.
0: a good thing you're done.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I got
0: to say, they're, they're they're pretty cool. And I, I suggest therapy.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to say, hopefully they kind of felt the same way about me. But I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see if i They're sure, like, back. ah, fuck
1: that guy. <laughs>
2: hey, fucking douche. Yeah, man. But, uh. I kind of feel, uh, I don't know, we'll see if I, I, I've done hiatuses before off of Twitter. Right. This time it was a little serious, so I kind of, hmm. I didn't deactivate my account. I've heard there's kind of horror stories of that if you do that. Oh, and, really? Uh, yeah, like it's like hard for you to like get your stuff back. Oh, or, okay. You know, or your mentions and all that stuff, so. Sounds like a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So <laughs> I, I just kind of deleted the app and um, just kind of. You-
1: have you missed it at all? Not really. No. Okay. Have you replaced it with like Instagram or anything, or just, just no, nothing?
2: nothing. Wow. Yeah. So um, I'll probably still write, but um,
1: I don't know. Just on the website.
2: Yeah. I, I watched this. Uh, I <laughs> I don't know if I was drunk and I watched the wrong TED Talk or something, <laughs> but like I had seen one where this guy was talking about like what a waste of time Twitter was. Yeah. And like I don't know, I must have been at that right stupor that it just kind of
1: clicked with me. Yeah. I have a hard time, you know, I don't think it's a huge secret that I run the Unfiltered Gentleman's Twitter. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time with Twitter. It It's fairly negative. Now, we have some really good followers. Yes. You know, like you said, Sir Food Savage or uh, Fontana Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Fontana Chew, Gym. Chew Your Beer. Chew Your Beer. All great guys. Uh, I love when, you know, Chew Your Beer always tweets at us with yeah. different questions about beer. I and, can and dig polls it. And th- Love all that shit. But a lot of the stuff you see on Twitter is overall fairly negative.
2: It's hard, man. Yeah.
1: Where I find Instagram to be more positive. Really? Yeah. More on the, you know, it's because I only follow for the most part beer related accounts and Mm -hmm. then, you know, friends also. But uh, you get more like, hey, this beer was so great. Or even if it's a bad beer review, at least it's an honest beer review. Right. Where, where Twitter seems to be full of trolls and horse shit. And, really is. And just, yeah. So I, I can agree with you. I honestly, with the Unfiltered German, having kind of not on purpose, just by chance, taking a step back, just kind of getting lazy on Twitter. Oh, okay. I guess would be a better description. And it sucks because, like, uh, uh, Fontana Jim and and Chew Your Beer and those guys, like, they're much more active on Twitter. Okay. And I want to be like, hey, come on over to Instagram. (laughs) Come in the cool kids pool. Like, Uh we want to talk to you still, but we're over here on the grams more. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Twitter uh, is probably my least favorite of the social medias Mm -hmm. at this point.
0: I don't know. Because I do Twitter, but I don't do Instagram.
1: I I think Instagram is more fun. It's a little Mm. more engaging. I've made some some really good friends you know like Allie and Callie we made some great friends on on Instagram oh yeah um and Twitter just I don't know it's a lot more negativity on Twitter it I
2: really think. is it was really hard for me to kind of well it's easy for me to quit it I guess but yeah like, it was hard for me to kind of put up with it really I was just like you know I was trying to put some stuff out there and it's like I don't know all my timeline all this like crappy shit would happen it was like dude like People posting videos that weren't even basketball related, and I was following because they were talking basketball for a while. But they'd be like, Bro, what the fuck is this? And like, I don't know, someone's getting shot in the head or something. I'm like, Dude, I didn't want to see that. Yeah. They're like, what
1: the fuck's wrong with you? Seems so, like you know, there's more. Uh... Scott's all laughing. <laughs> He's like, Oh, you didn't like that video? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, dude. Didn't mean to tag you on that. One. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems like there's more of those like keyboard cowboys on Twitter. Like they're not afraid to be dicks because they're right. behind their keyboard. And, uh-huh. Oh, I'm so so cool. Yeah, so, I don't know, man. Twitter's just... got its good. You know, when the fires here in California, in Southern California, especially last year, were really bad. We had the Woolsey fire, and like I was evacuated for a few days. And the news was not covering really where my house is. They were covering where the stars were in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And the only way I was getting information for a while was Twitter. So there's some really good things about Twitter. Okay. There's a couple guys locally that uh, go on there and they just listen to police scanners and they type out what they hear. Oh, okay. And so that that was the reason I knew I was being evacuated before anybody came over. Oh, is, so it was Twitter. Yeah, it was Twitter. It was the reason I knew I could go home before any official announcement was made uh, or at least made its way to me. So there's some things that Twitter's really good at. It's really good at getting out news fast. Um, it's true. But I also, like I said, I find it's a lot more negative. The people are a lot more, uh, I don't know, brazen. They're a lot more emboldened to say shitty things. Yeah. It seems I don't know. So and I don't know. I, I can't totally blame you. Yeah, and it was that. like, and then you know, my
2: niche was kind of NBA Twitter. And I found that a lot of that is just like little kids, man, that like don't know shit. (laughs) Mm. And I'm not Paul Heyman. I'm not here to educate you. So (laughs) I had to, I had to say, I'm having Twitter
1: battles with Lonzo Ball. You know,
2: it's it's impossible. It's impossible. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, I don't totally blame you. Thank you. But step on board and join us on Instagram. I'll think about it. I think you'll be glad you did. (laughs) Uh, As we like. Yes, both of you get on the grams. Yeah. So All right. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Scott's like what's Instagram? We'll yeah. make a we'll make a team I have uh, no what it is, but yeah. Yeah, Scott uh, and
2: Dan's Instagram. <laughs> Skadan. 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 <laughs> dot. dot. dot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Old timey word of the week. Slubberdegullion. Slubberdegullion. I was wondering how you're going to pronounce that. Do, do you think I got it? Slubber de Gullion, Gullion. Yeah. You nailed it yeah, You nailed good. it yeah, Got it I'm surprised yeah. No one else To tell me otherwise um, It's a worthless lazy person Oh shit yeah. I of thinking that Sounds like somebody That sleeps a lot Yeah, yeah. That Slubber deep. Slubber yeah. Yeah. yeah That cut deep <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It wasn't directed At anybody in particular uh, Yeah sure Yeah <laughs> You a slubber de That's right uh, Definitely not A slubber de Slubber de Gullion <laughs> No one could blame you for bed swerving. It's time for beer babe of the week. Yes it is. I don't know her real name, but you can find her on the grams at the Hoptimist. Like Optimist, but with an H. The Hoptimist. And there are sorry, Scott, two underscores between the and Hoptimist. Damn. The underscore underscore Hoptimist Oh, two Instagram. underscores. Two. On that. Two, oh, yeah. shit! I, I can't. Just took me off of Instagram. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> there goes Scott's Instagram career. It's true. Yeah. Uh, oh, so we can't have like Dan yeah.
2: and Scott with in, like
0: Dan un- underscore Scott. Yeah. No. Scott would try but to log Lord, in. It'd be a
1: disaster. Yeah, just, but anyway, Dan Scott, the hop. Yeah, Scott. The Hoptimist, <laughs> yeah, Scott. <laughs> the Hoptimist though, That's right? Worth <laughs> searching out on Instagram. The underscore underscore. Optimist. She's from Melbourne, so she's got that Australian accent. Oh, that is so. Oh, hot. wait a minute. Yes, and she's drinking some tasty, tasty beers. In the picture we're looking at right now, she's drinking a collab from Deeds Brewing and. Uh, Froth Beer
2: Magazine. And the pic you showed me of her, she's got uh, a great smile.
1: She does. That she's, she's
2: wearing on there big, great, big smile. Yes. is what I mean,
1: and <laughs> very cute smile. I like that. I yes. like that. Not down there, to smile right there in Melbourne. I like it. Yes. Hopefully uh not burning up down there. Yeah. yeah. Lots yeah. of fires still. Oh, yeah, man. Lots and lots of. Fire. Yeah.
0: Shout out to those guys, man. Yeah. All that shit. We know what they're going through.
1: We know how it is down yeah. here in SoCal. So stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh, we have a movie from Dan. We got oh. bullpen to get to nice. here. some booze news, of course. Super Bowl fun facts. We say, should we start off with a little movie talk? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it.
2: All right. So, uh, yeah, the movie I watched is Dolomite. Is my name? <laughs> that's uh, starring. It's a new uh, Netflix movie that's starring uh, Eddie Murphy.
1: I did not know at first that it was Netflix. Like, they made such a big deal about the oh, premiere. I, know, right? I thought it was like a real, I mean, not that it's not a real movie, but right. like, a, like a normal movie release. And I was like, oh, this is a Netflix thing? Oh, yeah. how crazy.
2: It's a trip because uh, I, I saw the clip for it, you know, the trailer for it, and then. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's funny. Some of those trailers for those Netflix movies like look good, and then you find out like they're kind of crappy. Like, right? You know, like uh, I don't know, like, like the
1: new Adam Sandler movie with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> About
2: anything with Adam Sandler? Well, there's in that. It.
1: <laughs> anything since the Wedding Singer? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, hey, I like Happy Gilmore, and that was before the Wedding Singer. Oh, was it? <laughs> I think so. Uh, we'll have to reference IMDb. we we'll to figure com. that out. Yeah. Uh, yes. Anyways, uh, but this one, I love this movie. Is a good movie. Oh, and I strongly recommend it for anybody. Um, so this movie is about uh, Rudy Ray Moore, and it's kind of bi- a biopic of him and uh, how he came up with the uh, the idea to make a dolomite movie. And uh, I don't know if you know what dolomite is, but it was kind of mm. one of the uh, key black exploitation movies back in the seventies. Like, oh, okay, it is awful. It is <laughs> awful, but. Uh, it- it kind of shows what it took like you know from him to kind of make the movie and i, I had uh reviewed a movie kind of like this a couple of years ago called uh Dis- disaster artist uh-huh and that was starring uh james and Derek franco Derek franco dave franco dave franco i think it's dave yeah and uh they were playing um tommy Wiseau and uh right oh hi Mark. oh hi yeah so and it was kind of a I, wa- I watched that movie and didn't really like it only because uh what they failed on was uh, making me want to root for the main character, mm-hmm. and in watching it, Tommy Wiseau still seemed like an egocentric weirdo
1: right. that
2: I just could not relate to. And uh, he he had the money to make a movie, and this is what he chose to make. It was terrible, and you are right. never going to change my mind on it. <laughs> like uh, that's what that's where Dolomite is. My name comes in. And this movie, it, it really makes Rudy Ray more. When I had seen, say, like the trailer or whatever, commercials or clips of anything with Dolomite, I kind of thought it was like somebody saying, okay, we're going to make this movie about this, you know, Kung Fu black dude, and he's going to come in and beat Whitey and all this stuff, and <laughs> you're going to play him Rudy Ray more, and I don't care, you know, that you're kind of flabby or whatever. You're going to do it. <laughs> you know, like I felt like these were all decisions that, you know, producers, movie Hollywood, somebody made. Right. No. It's Rudy Ray Moore, man. If if you watch the movie, like you know, I, I figure, like you know, I'd actually recommend it to you, Greg. Okay. Actually, kind of like you know, it's like a, um, it, it, it's you, Rudy Ray Moore. Would he lacked in actual probably talent? He made up for in like go getter. Like I mean, he he said if he had an idea in his head, he was gonna fucking do it, and you couldn't stop him. You couldn't tell tell him no. He was gonna fucking do it, and despite everything you said, you say, oh shit, he fucking did it. Like, and so that's kind of what I got out of the movie. Uh, the clip I kind of brought, um, cause there's a lot of people in this. movie. There's Craig Robinson is in this movie. Oh, nice. Wesley Snipes is in this movie. He kind of took me a little out of the movie, if not like kind of temporarily only because, uh, his character is like seems to be like the only one that's like not believable. Like he seems like he's a little way too out
1: there. I'd believe it if he had to pay a bunch of taxes, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah,
0: I but he was in jail.
2: Yeah, uh, he does kind of play like an uh, an antagonist to Rudy Ray Moore. So it, it, maybe they're kind of paint, painting him in a bad light, and they want him to look kind of weird. Could be that. Could be, and if so, then Wesley Snipes kind of nailed it. But he just—if I can nitpick this movie just a little bit—it would be his character. But uh, Keegan Mikey, Michael Key from uh, Key and Peel's in this movie, and um, and he's actually that's part of the clip that I'm, uh, I brought in is um, uh, Rudy Ray Moore. He's he kind of collaborates with uh, Keegan Michael Key's character, uh, whose name is Jerry Jones. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and it's funny because if you look at like you know black dynamite and all this or um, uh, dolomite, and you kind of look at that stuff, like uh-huh. uh, it'll show Rudy Ray Moore a picture of him. It'll show like all the characters in it, and it'll show Jerry Jones, and it's like a picture of Jerry Jones from the Dallas Cow- Cowboys. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they got the wrong Whoops. one up there. <laughs> but uh, what's anyway. this old white guy doing <laughs> yeah, in this movie? It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, but anyways, this clip is a uh, Rudy Ray Moore, uh, Eddie Murphy. And uh, he's talking to uh, Jerry Jones. And Jerry Jones, like, he finds this guy because he's basically putting this movie together. And uh, he's just bumping into people by chance, you know, basically. And he he takes advantage of it. That's what he does. And he finds this guy. He goes to see this uh, show in an inner city. It's like like a play. And, uh, he finds, he wants to know who the writer was cause you know, he has an idea for a movie. He has this, you know, you know, the exploitation character, mm-hmm. you know, that he's been taking on the road and done stand up and everything. And that's what all so far that he's done with it, but he wants to make a movie. And, uh, you know, the, the idea that he, that he has, he says, I, I need someone to write me a story. So he gets this guy to, to do the story for him. Um, but like I said, this is like the perfect, uh, kind of blend of, uh, someone that, that even believes in him and it's kind of telling him no, where he's just like, got this, this crazy, all these crazy ideas that he wants to make into fruition. So that's what this clip is.
1: We want this thing to be raw. Tell it like it is on the streets. Yeah. Lots of pimps and whores and cussing and Kung Fu and karate. Brothers love all that Kung Fu and karate. Do you know karate? No, but I'm a fast learner. I can learn how to chop me a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know what we should have? An all-girl kung fu army.
1: Um, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of story opportunity, Rudy. Across this nation, inner cities are being plagued by violent crime. I, I, I feel the government hasn't stepped up. That's it. It's Whitey's fault. The is corrupt, and there's an exorcism. God damn it, an exorcism? Yeah, you know all that hula. All the hell. Um, I don't know how that fits into our urban uh, motif.
2: So that's the that's the clip of that one where, uh, you know, and it's just funny. Like how many people just keep telling this dude no, you know, and he's just he's and it, he's just finding everybody by chance. There's this one uh, quote that he has, and I'm going to try to quote it correctly. Hopefully, I'm probably going to paraphrase <laughs> it, but uh, somebody tells him that that he's lucky, and he says, "Hey, you know what they say? Luck is just uh, opportunity when opportunity opportunity meets preparation." Okay. Like, oh shit, man, that was pretty deep. Sounds
1: very athlete.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. So that's why the good people are always lucky. It seems like so. I like that. Do you know karate? No, I'm a fast learner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and, and and this movie also kind of goes to prove that uh because then I wa- I walked into it kind of thinking like ah, Eddie Murphy, come on man, yeah. but you know that come was, on, Doctor Doolittle, yeah. See, <laughs> but that was PG Eddie Murphy. You get Eddie Murphy in rated R movies. Oh yeah. All of a sudden it's another motherfucker. Like his old stand up. That's right, mm. and that's that's why this movie just works for me. So right. yeah, go fucking watch. I was drinking along with it laughing along with it good movie
1: good good i think it won some awards uh it should uh, Golden globes it should kind of where it became on my radar so mm -hmm. all right was it funny was what would you classify this as yeah funny
2: uh and and it had heart was the kind of thing i had about it like i said you really were rooting for rudy ray more like you wanted it to kind of end well like you know the I'm aware of Dolomite, you know, and I was like, I don't know how this is going to end, because I know it's kind of a crappy movie, you know what I mean? (laughs) But, you know, you want something good to happen to them, and I I feel, I don't know, that it does. I'll just put it that way, but you got to see what it is.
1: And so Dolomite's the name of the actual movie that... Correct. What's yeah, Rudy
2: Ray Moore is the actor who played okay. Dol- Dolomite.
1: Okay. Mm. Have you seen Dolomite, the actual...
2: No, Dolomite. I was aware of it. I think Snoop has an album. Uh, I think it was the one he did with No Limit. I can't remember which one that oh, one is. Oh, God. Top Dog, I think is what it was. And he has Dolomite doing the Boy, intro. Boy, was that a match made in hell. <laughs> well, I, I do like that one because it had Bitch Please on there. Oh, and, okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was a good one, but yeah. um, yeah, but he has uh Rudy Ray Moore uh, speaking as Dolomite talking on there. Oh, so I'm gonna turn the motherfucking White House black. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. All right, so go out and see Dolomite is my name. That's yes, you're saying. Do it. All right, good. Just stay in, I guess, and watch or, it. it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, don't go out. Yeah, stay go in. out. Get some beer. Come back. Watch the movie. That's right. All right, I like it. Uh, we got a bullpen beer to get to, and uh, some booze news, of course. Super Bowl facts. Let's uh, let's start off with a couple of stories, and we'll make that call to the pen. Extra, extra, drink all about it! It's time for booze news. While the gentlemen pour the beer over there, I'll say that Lagunitas has cut another five percent of their workforce oh. in an attempt to restructure. Uh, I don't know. Year and year should go. We talked about the cut. I think at that point twelve percent, and i cut another five percent. Uh, not looking good. And I will say I still have that Lagunitas THC beer in the fridge. Have not tried it yet. Mm. I do need to do that and give a full report on the show. Um, this let's see. Oh, free natty light. This is one of my favorite stories. Free natty light if you turn twenty one in the year twenty twenty. I'm in. Yes. Turning the big 2 1 comes with a few changes, including being old enough to purchase and consume alcohol. If you're turning 21 this year, Natural Light has a perfect gift for you. The beer company is gifting anyone who turns legal age in 2020 a free case of Natty Light. Oh, shit. Not a bad deal for beer lovers. Uh, I love that. Not a bad deal for beer lovers. I love beer, and I don't want that. Right. (laughs) Yeah. The promotion being dubbed Natty B-Day appears on the brand's Twitter page. The beer moguls noted that turning 21 is a big deal, and we want to help you celebrate. Continues, so for all the 21-year-olds in 2020, your next Natty is on us. The account wrote, alongside a photo of a cake that's a dead ringer for a case of Natty Light. How does one participate in the promotion? Yes. (laughs) First, the birthday girl or boy needs to purchase a case of Natty Light. Keep the receipt or UPS code because you have to submit it on their website at mybeerrebate.com. Oh. The person celebrating must also show proof of turning turning 21 this year by submitting proper documentation. I can only assume that's like a picture of your ID or something. Oh, geez. Uh, once everything is good to go, Natty Light will send over a full refund for the cost of the case. It's the online version of Put It On their tab the promotion cannot be routine, redeemed if you turned 21 last year and feel like you're owed a free case of Natty Light. <laughs> uh, so it takes 10 minutes to redeem your free Natty Light, and you get like $5 back? Doesn't seem worth it. <laughs> that's a lot of time for a little cash, everybody. It's yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. So. They could have made that easier. Yeah. Yeah. How about instead of like paying you back, you just send me a free case of beer for turning 21? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Alright Is everybody ready To make that call yeah, Doesn't Rid- Gillette
2: do that Now that I think about that Do they Don't they like When you turn 18 Or whatever They say Here's some razors on us Oh shit now, I missed out be on be some prepared free s- razors Yeah Spend really? $50 Like
1: <laughs> Every other week Yeah Yeah Every four pack of razors Is like 40 <laughs> bucks It's That's why I stopped shaving Yep Yeah uh, Alright Let's make that call beer yes he does all right we are drinking this is a big one so uh before i get into the beer itself i mentioned that these are beers for super bowl sunday fly jack being the one you drink all day to kind of get you through not get too hammered on a big day big day uh this is if your team loses (laughs) This is Evil Twin Brewing's 120 Days Dry Aged Stout. It is 17.5%. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Has 70 IBUs. It contains a 93 rating on Beer Advocate as well as a 421 on Untapped. Very short description Imperial Stout brewed with dry aged malt. And what's that name again for the 49er fans? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Flyjack. <laughs> Got him. Because you want to remember that win. <laughs> Man, on the nose, I get uh, booze. Yeah. And more booze. Yeah, Holy hell. Booze. Yeah, big booze on the Ooh. nose. Wow. What do you guys think of this? Dang. Big? Like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah? Yeah.
2: What's the key ingredient here? Like, what am I tasting? It almost tastes like
1: kind of smoky. There is some smoke to this. I'm, yeah. I'm finally getting a sip. Uh, yeah, alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the same percentage as a lot of wine. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's del- they must have some smoked malts in there. Okay. Um Yeah, a lot of smoke, which I'm not a huge fan of in my beer. Oh. Um, um yeah, It's just funny
2: because... What else it, you getting? Yeah, when you read the description, it was kind of like brief. Mm-hmm. You know? And it was like, there, drink it. 17% <laughs> just fucking have it.
1: I will say... It does a pretty good job of covering up that 17.5. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. For for how boozy that is, you take a little sip. It's like, oh, that doesn't taste like 17.5. <laughs> it's funny because I
2: feel like I wrap my head around 17.5 till I fucking say it again, and I'm like, holy
1: shit. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do, too, in a beer. I mean, yeah. that's, you got to get some very healthy yeast. Um, yeah, I get that smoke might get a little bit of chocolate in there. Do you I, want that smoke? <laughs> puff, puff, pass. Um, I get a, maybe a little bit of chocolate. Definitely warms up on the finish. It's very, you know. Last week we had the tiramisu where it was like pillowy. Oh and all yeah. that. not that at all. No, uh, it's very thick, very viscous. Yeah, motor oily.
2: This would seem sticky, sticky icky. That's yes. right,
1: ooey. Um, are you guys a fan of the taste? Like, like booze level aside, what do you guys think of the taste of this well, thing?
2: It doesn't taste like seventeen point five. So for that True. it gives gets some thumbs up.
1: But if but if somebody told you like, hey, it's you know, seven percent, what do you think?
2: I, I like the taste. I do like you? It. Yeah. It's I'll a, be like I could really taste the booze for seven point five. <laughs> That's a lot of That's a for it. seven <laughs> point five booze in it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um I in I found I have found that I'm very sensitive to smoke in my beers. Like I taste them more than I think the average person does. Okay. So I very much am getting smoke. Like to me, I'm uh, just a lot of smoke, a hint of chocolate. So I'm not loving it. Oh man. Personally, uh, I don't hate it. Damn. Greg doesn't want that smoke. No, not <laughs> not the campfire smoke in my mouth. Different kind of smoke, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I think they did a great job of hiding the alcohol. There's a little bit of chocolate in there. If they could just tone down that smoke, I think you'd have a pretty good sipping winter, keep you warm beer. I got to say, I like the smoke. Do you? Oh, yeah. Good. I, look, some people, that's their jam. For me, mm-hmm. uh, I find that I just taste it. I, th- I think I taste it more than anybody else. Like, it's just oh, I'm so okay. sensitive to it I see what that saying. I get it like tenfold. Man. So when there's a little bit, I get a lot of it. And uh, it's a little too much for me.
2: I like it. Good. Yeah, I feel like I could really get faded on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah it's got me like, kind of leaning back already <laughs> away from the <laughs> microphone. There's a
1: reason yes. we're sharing this can. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this came to us by way of uh, Tavor. If you guys haven't heard of Tavor, they're doing uh, awesome things, sending beer out to people, not for free, but uh, getting beer from different parts of the country to, to people, and you can try new things. So, uh Yeah. This comes to us from uh, Evil Twin Brewing. Cool. 128 dry-ed stout. If uh, you guys tried it, let me know. If you got another 17.5 or, or thereabouts, let us know what you thought of that, too. Good luck. Yeah, because we've had the 120-minute uh, IPA, which is right around. I think it's oh, 18 yeah. or 19%. That was some classy shit. It was, but it was boozy as fuck. Like yeah. There was no hiding the alcohol in that. Yeah. Where this is like, oh, yeah, it's a little strong you know yeah like when you take just the taste like it's like oh yeah there's, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, but it, yeah. there's a little warmth in there but when you drink that 120 it's like <laughs> breathing fire <laughs> you know so it, it's uh,
2: funny man like you're like dude i don't even taste it and then you're like slurring your speech you don't even know it <laughs> you're all talking into the side of the microphone and shit <laughs> also it sounds
1: like i'm in a different room yeah so uh oh, it's man. very interesting i'm glad we got our hands on it it's um uh, it's fun to try Whew. i don't think it's for me though but uh, definitely for you two. So that's good. We yeah. don't always have to agree either. It's, it's nice to have a little different opinion. It's nice to disagree. It's, I agree to disagree. All right. Yeah, there's that. It's uh, definitely for me, but probably after a couple, I'd be out. <laughs> Fuck, couple. no kidding. I, yeah, I think I've had a full can of this. I'd yeah, give out, me man. one. I remember the first time I had 120 minute. Ooh. I had just gotten done working out. like I'd, I'd gone jogging, oh, yeah. and back in the day when I lived in the apartment, like a lot of my jogging routes would be near the uh, total line. And I'd sometimes just walk in there to see what they had, anything like, you know, rare or like a 120, because back then it was hard to find. Now it's fairly easy to find. And uh, they had it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm getting this. <laughs> so then I, of course, couldn't jog home. I had to walk home because I was carrying a four pack of beer with me. And uh got home after the jog, immediately cracked open a 120 because I really wanted to try it. And having, you know, not a whole lot of food in me, hadn't had any water since working out, put down that 120. Buddy, I was feeling it. Like, I was out. I took a nice little nap afterwards. (laughs) It was great. It's like
2: your first beer all over again. (laughs) really was.
1: It was like my first eight beers all over again. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Back in the Bud Light days, it'd Mm -hmm. take a lot to catch up to a 120. Oh, man. Uh, All right. Some quick news before we get on out of here. One thing, I I didn't want to pass up this story. A bear stole 36 beers, (laughs) chugged them down, and passed out drunk. Rangers arrived to help, and he goes for a second round. Um, Sometimes you just need to get away with friends, hike to some remote neck of the woods, guzzle down a couple of cold beers, and enjoy nature. If you think this is just a human affair, you're wrong. There was one particular four-legged visitor who arrived at a campsite and discovered the perfect way to chill on a weekend. A group of campers who had set up their campsite had left their tents and belongings behind as they headed off to explore the outdoors. Unbeknownst to them, they had a guest whose only plan was to get a load of their beers. Weighing anywhere between 200 and 600 pounds, the five to six foot long, uh, according to National Geographic, curious American black bear snuck into the capsite before opening their cooler stashed away with a variety of cold brews. Damn. He then proceeded to start downing beers like water. <laughs> Clearly, he seemed to enjoy them as he couldn't stop himself from guzzling down can after can leaving him wandering around drunk before finally finally passing out on the lawn of the (laughs) Swift Creek campground. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) Scott's done that a couple times. Authorities found (laughs) him there and located a total of 36 beer cans with either bite marks or claw prints (laughs) uh, punctures in them. What a gangster. (laughs) Right? Which led them back to the original campsite. If you thought that was funny, there's more. It seems like this black bear had a fine taste, as he only seemed to want one brand of beer, Rainier Beer. While investigating the scene, it was discovered that the bear clearly didn't take the bush beer that he had bitten into since he left the rest untouched. But when it came to the Rainier beer, he was all in. Oh my
0: god! Yes, doesn't care for the bush. Huh. No, no, not a bush kind of guy. Wow. But, uh, they need like to name
1: Rainier. a
2: beer after the bear. They really yeah, should. Yeah. yeah,
1: have have like a stout called like the Black Bear yeah. Stout or something. Yeah, and have
2: him passed out with thirty six beers <laughs> <all> around. <laughs> That'd be awesome.
1: Yeah. Um. It gets even better because when they went to relocate the bear, he ran up into a tree and then fell asleep for a while. <laughs> yeah, leave in the, him alone. In the meantime, they set up a trap which included some food and, of course, more of reindeer course. beer. Oh. And he fell right into the trap, started drinking the beer. They trapped him, darted him, and <laughs> moved him to a safer location. Oh, uh, poor guy. Yeah. Why'd they have to dart him? <laughs> it sounds like he darted yeah. himself. Yeah, just You're give him kidding. another 36-pack. Yeah. 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 Um. I also wanted to mention that uh, this old man is my hero. The secret to living to 107. It's 107 years old. A wow. morning Thank shot you. of whiskey. Uh, I <laughs> Mariano Pops rattelli. Told the German, nope, toward the Georgia's Newman <laughs> Times. It's a 17.5%, man. I've had a shot of whiskey in my coffee every morning for 100 years. Uh, Wait. So since he was seven, apparently. Holy. Sh- uh, I went to the doctor three times in 100 years. He's dead. I'm still living. <laughs> Damn. Uh, when you live to 107, you can say whatever you want doesn't even matter which whiskey it is. Rutelli said that he'll drink whatever his son-in-law Bill Tire buys for him, and it's usually Jim Beam Black, which is pretty <laughs> decent. Um, Rutelli also advised to make every day a holiday and to never worry. Rutelli was born in Pennsylvania to immigrant parents from Italy. He had four brothers that he went into the produce distribution business with and outlived all of them. Wow. Uh, he's He is far from the only centurion to live and not die by booze. Um, so anyways, moral of the story is keep drinking. There you go. I love a nice Irish whiskey. Oh, yeah. Irish coffee, I mean. And uh, it sounds like he does as well. And then finally, of course, I said I'd get to this. Some Super Bowl fun, pa- fun facts just before the big game. Yes, we are. Uh, we eat, us Americans, 1.35 billion wings on Super Bowl Sunday.
2: <laughs> I don't think I've
1: ever had a wing on super bowl sunday really yeah greggy loves wingies (laughs) uh we drink 325.5 million gallons of beer Hmm. i do that every year yeah has nothing to do with the super bowl yeah Yeah. uh what else 103 excuse me 1.3 billion dollars is spent on beer and cider 979 million dollars spent on soft drinks wait cider put beer and cider in the same category. Who's drinking cider? (laughs) Uh, Think of a few people. Uh, I bet the commissioner of the Booze League is. Shots fired. Shots fired. Wow. I'm
2: going to deduct two points for that low
1: blow. Uh, this is even weirder, though. Five hundred ninety-seven million dollars spent on wine. Who's drinking wine during the Super Bowl? Uh, I could probably think of some classy
2: bastards who need to get punched in the nuts, <laughs> yeah, clash shit <laughs> up. Yeah, the they're not listening to this
1: podcast. So they can go eat a dick. Nice. Seventeen point five percent. Yeah. <laughs> five hundred and three million dollars are spent on spirits. All okay, right, not bad. Taking shots, get some whiskey with tequila, whatever. Yeah. Uh, three hundred forty-eight million on bottled water. 278 million on potato chips, 224 million on tortilla chips, mm-hmm. 198 million on frozen pizzas. Why are we buying frozen pizzas? Who's for the doing Super Bowl? that? Assholes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. That's
1: the worst Super Bowl party ever, right? 100 million dollars spent on meat snacks. What does that mean? Like Slim Jims or, <laughs> or like a charcuterie board? Like <laughs> what? Yeah. what does that mean? Uh, we'll skip down here a little bit $80 million spent on chicken wings $74 million spent on cheese snacks $62 million spent on avocados $39 million spent on salty snack dips So I guess like ranch dip for your ruffles or oh, something Oh, okay, right, right, right uh, $23 million spent on deli platters Here's somebody who can eat, eat a dick. 13 million spent on vegetable trays. Oh, yeah, eat? that guy. Yeah. That somebody guy. always
2: brings it, nobody ever eats it. Right,
1: exactly. Got to have your obligatory uh, veggies. That's right. And 3 million spent on deli guacamole. And then uh, Miami. It's their 11th time hosting the big game. Mm hmm making them the most hosted Super Bowl stadium of all time. They just passed the Superdome, who had 10. Oh, hey, you know,
2: what was the uh, fucking, uh, I'm doing it now. Here we go. Hey, (laughs) it's the beer. Yeah. Uh, Prince, when he did the halftime for, uh, I think it was Colts versus Bears. Okay. Was that in Miami? I have no idea. Fuck. (laughs) I was was, trying to find out. It was kind of a trivia question I had with somebody. I was like, you know uh, what? I refuse to Google it. But I will find the answer. Colton Bears. Yeah. yeah.
1: Let me tell you, there's a game I don't give a shit about. <laughs> Colts and the Bears. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I hate to say this. I'm sure I'm going to find some haters on Twitter after this. But, oh, yeah. Uh, don't like Prince. Oh, Uh-oh. that's right. Uh, don't like Prince. I think he's a great guitarist.
2: I think we went through this. Yeah. Before, and that's where it ends. Perhaps I, on another show. I think
1: his singing abilities are not that great.
2: Or I felt like it was like a... Where you didn't like Prince, but uh-huh. I felt like maybe this was a, and I know it. Well, I said I didn't like Neil Diamond, and it was kind of sacrilegious. Really like no, either. you don't like yeah. him. No.
1: He's what? I mean, in Sweet Carolina is great to get drunk and sing, but <laughs> other than that, yeah. I Prince did some of his best work for other people. I'll just leave it there. So, so who won that
0: Super Bowl? Do you know? Oh yeah, it was the Colts because uh, Rex uh, Grossman. The Bears had all those beers. Uh
2: huh. <laughs>
1: Scott's been drinking.
2: I see. Yeah.
1: 17.5. Yeah, I laughed, so I mean, I yeah, think I've been so, drinking, so too. Okay, fair He's enough. Been drinking, too. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get the fuck out of here and get some chicken wings. Let's go drive somewhere. Let's go drive somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys let us know what you're doing for your Super Bowl party, whether it's wingies or pizza or 17.5% uh, point, point beers. Hope so. Let us know on the grams, on the Twitters, whatever you got. At The Unfiltered Gentleman, except for Twitter, at Unfiltered Gents. There's another reason I don't like Twitter. They don't let my the name long enough for The Unfiltered Gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I'm unfiltered done with gents. Twitter. I'm done. Yeah, down with Twitter, up with The Grams. Yeah. Uh, find us at TheUnfilteredGentleman.com. Leave us a joint... Wow. Droink voicemail. Droink. Yeah. Somebody else has been drinking. It sounds like something point pinky point. in the brain With like, that's, Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> going to say
2: when I grab a beer from someone. Yeah. Droink.
1: <laughs> drunk voicemail. It sounds like I'm ready to leave a drunk voicemail. 805 538 beer 2337. Hope everyone stays very well hydrated, especially for the big game. And on that note, good night, everybody.